Welcome to the Path to Podcast Success. My name is Evan Johnson, and I want to share with you how to develop and maintain a successful podcast. My guests and I will discuss all things podcasting and how your podcast can become an essential part of your business. That means more revenue, better relationships with your audience, and so much more. If you haven't already, check out our website at ipodcastedit.com and enter your email address to get each episode delivered directly to your inbox, along with some other free information I'm sure you'll find useful. Get ready to turn on your mic and join me on the path to podcast success. Alright everybody, welcome to today's episode of the Path to Podcast Success. Now I had a really good time in this episode interviewing Scotty Moore. Scotty is a very interesting podcaster. He doesn't do it as part of a business. He has multiple podcasts that all correlate with a different passion that he has. So this will be for any of those listeners out there who are really interested in the life of a podcaster but aren't an entrepreneur or business person. And for you... You can still have a podcast and it can be very fulfilling as it is for Scotty. One other thing is I want to make sure you guys check out Scotty at Podcast Movement Evolutions in LA. He is giving a talk on social media and pro wrestling. Turns out those two worlds have more in common than you think. And that's really interesting to me. Um, I'm not going to be going to Podcast Movement this year, unfortunately. But if you are, please check him out. Very highly rated, very interesting guy. Talks about a lot of really interesting stuff. And I think I'd be very interested in hearing about more about the similarities between social media and pro wrestling. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, Scotty, thank you so much for being willing to come on the show today. I've been excited about this. Yeah, what up? (laughs) So uh, for those, I usually start off by asking uh, one question to uh, people I talk to. I usually start off with the same question. But in this case, because of your background being more unique than some of the other people I've interviewed, I want you to give us a little bit of background on who you are and what you're doing and how podcasting fits into all. So I'm a a crazy man who grew up in a small town in Alabama, which when you grow up in a small town in Alabama, that means you learn a lot of weird things or you start doing drugs. So I chose the weird things version. (laughs) Um, So like, it's one of those things I've always just tried to do something new. One year I learned how to eat fire. One year I learned how to solve a Rubik's cube in under like three minutes. It's just like every year I try something new and stuff like that. And then I jumped into podcasting and every year I've either started one or two new podcasts just because I always have these new ideas of new stuff I want to get out there. And podcasting to me is like the perfect way to do that because it's, it's still the wild West, like a hundred percent, like YouTube now kind of, it used to be the wild West, but now it's got that basic algorithm of like, if you're not making videos where you're playing with slime, are reacting to dumb videos off of Instagram, you're probably not going to be famous on YouTube. But on in podcasting, you can do anything and get big and go crazy with it. And that's probably my favorite thing about it and why I got into podcasting was the fact that 
when I was in high school, I was one of those kids that would always like have a video camera and try to make movies. I was basically Abed from Community. <laughs> and But the problem I always ran into with it was the fact that I would have big ideas of like, oh, what if we make a movie where we're like on a spaceship going through the skies and stuff like that? And then my best friend at the time would look at me and be like, we don't have a spaceship. We can't <laughs> do any of this. It's impossible. And I said, oh, no, we can only do like these videos based around the house really small things but in podcasting you can do literally anything if you want to make a space drama you can do that if you want to make a musical about like weird stuff you can do that you can do literally anything through podcasting you, you don't really have to worry about much overhead and that's what really drew me to it right because when it's video you know it's a video so you have the restrictions that you you would have like if you want to make something about a spaceship but you don't have a spaceship then you can't really make a video about a spaceship but with podcasting it's kind of like you're writing a novel or writing yeah, a short story in podcasting i can literally be like hey evan thanks for inviting me to your giant mansion in vegas it's really great look at all the showgirls this is fantastic <laughs> And you guys don't know. It could be true. That could be where we're hanging out right now. I get it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's there's so much freedom. I mean, just like with with writing, it's not it's not like a TV show. It's it's just audio. So it, it's it, like I said, it's just like writing a novel. It can be whatever you want it to be, and it's just a story. So it makes it a lot easier. Also, as well with a lot of the back end stuff too, because it's just audio. You don't have to worry about video editing and adding certain things and visuals and. And it's just, you talk and then you release that. You know, you can add music if you want, but you don't need to. Yeah. Um, so tell me more. Oh, I also want to uh, highlight really quick as well on uh, how you made that distinction between podcasting and YouTube. I like that a lot because YouTube is a platform with a lot of, I, I, I don't know a lot about it, but I know there are a lot of rules and regulations and things on there. But podcasting isn't just one platform like that. It has iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all of those. So you record your audio and you release it. And then, you know, you can get, like you said, you can get big, if you will. I feel yeah. like easier now than on YouTube. Whereas it may have been easier before on YouTube, but now it's easier with podcasting. So, yeah. Well, you also have more competition now on YouTube than you used right. to. I know podcasting is in a supposed boom, but I still don't think we've hit the big podcast boom yet. Where oh, yeah. Um, I think Anchor will probably be the one that causes it because everyone can have a podcast with Anchor now. But yeah, I grew up with YouTube. Like that was where right. I would videos and stuff like that. I would publish them through YouTube. So I kind of was there through like the rise of it, then seeing them buy all the advertisers and then seeing those advertisers have a lot of influence on what content is produced, which is why a lot of my favorite podcasters strictly do like Patreon and crowdfunding and stuff like that because they're like, this is our show. We don't want any like influence from anybody out there trying to advertise on this show. We don't want them to change what it is. And even like the shows that do get advertisers, they're very much like, yeah, we'll talk about like me undies for five minutes, but no, we'll keep doing the thing we used to do. Whereas right. on YouTube, like, I mean, the big adpocalypse thing where it's straight up, like if you're not making a kid video where you play with like i said play with slime for five minutes while really bad like dubstep plays in the background you're not gonna make a lot of money off of youtube and from that i then went mm, i think i'd rather much go into the podcast world also because a somewhat easier like you said you don't have to do video or anything like that and b you can also go longer format 
and right. you also don't have to with video you always have to be doing something interesting you've got to be doing a lot of fun jump cuts and moving around i remember back when i did film youtube videos i would le legitimately look at the camera say one line of what i wanted to say and then step back a few and then say the next one and then when i edited it i would cut it all together so i was jumping around the room basically teleporting just to give the audience something interesting with podcasting, we don't have to worry about that. It is literally standing in front of this microphone, and that's it. Exactly. So we've talked a little bit about why podcasting for you, but uh, now um, tell us exactly what you podcast about. So what, what do you, you said you have multiple podcasts, so kind of give us the details on the content that you create. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I always tell people, this is the choose your own adventure. You just tell me which one you want to hear about. But I do a show, um, I do a pro wrestling show that actually has its own YouTube channel now at this point. It's called Fight Boys, and it's actually in April we're going to do a, a spinoff of Fight Boys called JWF Wrestling, which is going to be an audio drama entirely about pro wrestling. So we have like a characters built up, and we're going to be putting them in storylines like in pro wrestling. And on the show, you'll hear the interviews. We'll actually do matches on the show. There just won't be any visuals to it. And we also do pay-per-views at the end of every month. Usually like when WWE has a pay-per-view, we'll do a pay-per-view and like sync it up. So th that's two shows. I'm very into pro wrestling. So I did that. I do one about theme park design, which is funnier than you'd think it would be. Um, and that on that one, we try our best. Every show I do is about like creativity and trying to come up with stuff. And the theme park one, we make our own theme park. Every season we do, we start off with a idea for a theme park. And then throughout the season, we flesh it out and give each other challenges of what we want to go into this theme park, like a spooky ride or uh, a kitty ride, stuff like that. So that's one I do. Um, the, the flagship show is called A Load of BS. And that one was born out of, we now describe it as imagine two drunk businessmen at the end of the night at a bar being like, hey man, I got an idea for a cool new restaurant. Let's flesh it out. And that's what it is. It's us going back and forth and brainstorming extremely dumb ideas for an hour. But the origin of that show more came from my favorite thing, anytime I listen to any podcast, whether the, I grew up with uh, Smodcast, the Kevin Smith podcast, and the show called Night Attack, and another show called Weird Things. And my favorite part about any of those shows was when they would stop talking about what they're supposed to talk about. And I know this is controversial. A lot of people hate this. But I love when they would stop talking about what they were talking about and instead go into this weird, like, scenario that made no sense and flesh it out. Like, I think there was an episode of Smodcast where... Kevin and Scott, his co-host, legitimately just made a movie about the the uh, resurrection of Jesus, but it turned into like a full-scale Godzilla-style monster movie. <laughs> I loved that. And I was like, what if I could just make a show that was strictly that? Strictly just BSing over and over. And that's where a load of BS came from, was all we do on that show, it is defined. We BS about some dumb idea and try to bring it to life. So... Wow. What am I at for? <laughs> um, let's see. I do one. It's kind of on hiatus. It may be fully over. I don't know yet. I do want to bring it back eventually. Uh, that one's called Fun Fiction. It's a fan fiction podcast. I do a self-help podcast that's essentially a daily diary of my life uh, called Me Again, where each day at the end of the day, I get in my car on my drive home from the office and I record myself saying what I thought what I was grateful for that day, what I did that day that was awesome, what I did that wasn't awesome. And then I do um, 
what is the last one? Oh, how I helped myself today and what way I did any self-help. And then essentially you get to see the story of my life. You get to see the ways I've messed up on a self-help journey. You get to see the ways I've actually helped myself. And usually at the end of the week, I'll tie it together at the very end with like a big like summary. But that one's called Me Again. That one was more for me than the audience. It's a self-help, right. pod- it's a self-help podcast about helping myself is what I like to call it. And the new show, apropos of the fact that I was talking about space earlier, is a space pirate uh, show. It is called Deviant. It is about a, it's our first ever audio drama we ever started. And it is about a space marine who gets kicked out because he's an absolute idiot and then escapes with the fastest ship in the fleet, literally steals it, and then becomes a space pirate. So that's all the shows I have going right now, I think. So, yeah, that, that's what I do. <laughs> Too much is what I do. <laughs> well, uh, first, I want to say that that last one sounds absolutely incredible. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> editing the, third, the next episode right before you called. I forgot that it was at noon, and then you were like, hey, I'm going to message you the link to the Zoom. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, that is... Um, I love all of those different different ideas for a podcast. It sounds like you really took your passions, the different things you like doing and like talking about, and you decided to turn them into podcasts, which is incredible. Um, well, I especially. Oh, what were you well, gonna say? Well, that that's my thing. I feel like if you can't give like a five hour TED talk on the subject of your show, don't do the show. Like, I mean, with all of those shows, I could talk to you for like five hours about Disney World, five hours about literally just John Cena. Like I could go on (laughs) on all of the shows that I do and that's what makes them successful. I always tell people before they start a show, make sure you have at least at the least 10 episode ideas in the barrel because that'll get you through, depending on your release schedule, about two months during which you can slowly build up again. But if you don't have at least 10 ideas, it's probably not worth getting into. Right. Okay. So... You said before, um, I, I remember when you were talking about your, uh, the self-help podcast, which I really love the idea of that, by the way. Um, a very healthy podcast to have as a person, and I'm, I'm sure it helps any listeners as well. Yeah. Um, but you said you record it on the way home from the office. So do you, is your, like, as how you make money, is your job related in any way to podcasting, or is this all just hobby stuff? It's hobby stuff as of right now, but I, I do refer to the little area where I record and everything as the office because it's actually in my parents' house, but, <laughs> but it makes me feel more professional to call it the office. Okay. Okay. Um, and so are you thinking, are you wanting to turn your podcasting into like a full-time job situation or do you want it to remain as just an enjoyment piece? Oh, no, no, absolutely. I want to make money off this ding dang thing. I am. This is the first Wayne's World movie for me. I just want someone to come sign me and just be like, here's some $5 billion. Keep doing what you're doing. That's, that's <laughs> all I want right now in life. Right. Okay. Out of curiosity, what do you do as your main job now then? Uh, if you don't mind. Retail. I'm a theater major, so I'm forced to work in retail for the rest of my life. <laughs> Unless I get a job in entertainment, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, my partner is an actor, so it's um, an actress. So it's it's interesting to hear. I like hearing um, when I hear people talk about theater or how they how they work in theater. I'm like, hey, I'm not an actor myself. I don't do theater, yeah. but I'm sort of involved. <laughs> well, the bad thing for me is the fact that 
I'm the worst theater major of all time because like, like I said, I can talk to you for five hours about like John Cena or Stone Cold Steve Austin, know nothing about theater, musical or otherwise. Because even when I was in college taking theater classes, I wanted to be a pro wrestler the entire time. I never had any like thoughts about doing real acting or moving anywhere to do acting. And then I ended up doing it anyways. <laughs> right, okay. So what is, you already mentioned that you, um, you know, you wanted to at some point make the podcast into like a full-time job. What is the vision as of right now, as far as the podcast in the next, like in the next year or so? Like, are you planning to just keep going how you're, how you're going or are you planning to add more podcasts or, or what's, what's the future hold? Right now, the only new podcast I have in the barrel is going to be JWF, the pro wrestling audio drama, which is the most ridiculous set of words in the human language. <laughs> um, that's the only one I have in the barrel right now. I do have an idea for a few like spinoff things. So a couple of years ago, I wrote a book um, and it's a literal spinoff of a load of BS called BS versus the gods. And it is a book where me and my co-host on that show stumble into this weird conspiracy about Greek gods and how we've captured them on this earth and stuff like that. And we essentially have to then fight back against them and try to put them, put right what went, once went wrong. And uh, I call it, it's like supernatural meets American gods meets um, alcoholism. And it's, that was the first spinoff we had done outside of like just doing a different podcast. But we're doing another one hopefully later this year and it is going to be an anthology series called Southern Mythology. And every month or so on a load of BS, we're going to get together and bring a whiskey to the table and take the whiskey, sip it, nose it, do all the fun tasting stuff. And then from the information we got from that and the barrel design and stuff like that, we make an entire story based around that one whiskey. So by the end of the year, I will have 20 stories from the show that I'm going to then type up and make into a full story and then put it together and publish it as an anthology. So that's one of the other ideas I have going forward. And then we're also upgrading our Patreon because for a long time, we were the worst Patreon of all time. It was, I mean, if you give us money, we'll say your name on the show which no one wants. No one cares about that, really. I mean, maybe a little bit at the end, but me, per I'm going personally off my own feelings. I don't care if you say my name in the show. It's no big deal. So we're upgrading it now to almost be like a Netflix of getting new content from the shows. So each of the different shows on the network is going to have a sister show that lives on, uh, lives on our Patreon. So me again is going to have a show where I get more in-depth self-help stuff. Like I did one on dream boarding. I'm doing one on like different uh, self-help books and stuff like that. Um, my favorite one that we actually, I've got two. The Fight Boys, the wrestling podcast is going to have a wrestling history show where as opposed to us just kind of BSing back and forth about wrestling, we're actually both going to, all of us going to individually sit down and do almost like a Dan Carlin hardcore history retelling of some of our favorite moments in wrestling history. And then also the last show we do is essentially just mystery science theater where we get really drunk and watch terrible movies, but that's more for our own enjoyment. But right. that's, that's kind of our big three things we're focused on headed into the new year. Okay. When you say we, how many people are involved with you in your podcast? Because it sounds like I know the self-help one. I'm sure that's just you solo. Yeah, um, that's strictly me. It's, it's close to a one-man operation where I essentially have my dancing monkeys around me. 
because um, everyone else is, are purely talent. They work as co-hosts and I take in, I do the editing, I do the writing, I do a majority of the research for everything. But as of right now, we've got five people working on the network. I've got two co-hosts for Fight Boys, Blake Tanner and a man who refuses to have his last name said and will only be referred to as the Dylan. Uh, then for Opposite Attractions, the theme park show, I've got Jim Murphy and then Stephanie Craniola, who actually I think she does a D&D podcast as well outside of our network. She just joined us as a voice actor for Deviant. But other than oh, that, wow. it's a very one-man job. Okay. Um, I want to transition gears slightly and ask you a question that I usually start off the podcast by uh, asking. So my question is, when you were first starting these podcasts i'm not sure which one was first but when you were first starting what was your biggest fear that you had of podcasting and did that fear end up coming true oh man i don't i guess because like the big fear was like not getting enough listeners and every time i launch a new podcast that fear resurfaces and then becomes true because we're not a huge network at this point. So, you know, I, like when I released Deviant, I was like, oh man, this is an audio drama. I, I'm part of an audio drama called Relativity, huge audio drama. So I was like, oh, that's where I'm going to get it. That's where the listeners are going to come in. Released it, only got like a, a smattering of listeners. And I went, okay, that's not it then. That's not it. And then like when I released the self-help one, I was like, this will be the one that does it. Nothing. So really the big fear is that no one will listen and it always comes true. And at the end of the day, it's kind of something that I don't care about as much as I used to. When I first started, I was very much that guy who every single day would pull up like our analytics and look and be like, oh, look, we've got 2% of listeners from Nicaragua. What does that mean? How could we appeal to them and stuff like that? But now I'm just realizing like, do it just do the show put in the work and you will be successful don't focus on those little numbers right now because they don't matter in fact they they work more as a positive influence than a negative influence because for me the best piece of advice I ever got was from one of the hosts of Night Attack Brian Brushwood he comes to me and I was talking to him about my podcasting and how stuff was going and he goes where's your listenership and I go non-existent he goes that's awesome. (laughs) Is it though? I don't have any listeners. He goes, no, no, that's awesome. Because that means you are now beholden to nobody. That means you can experiment and go as crazy as you want right now and find your voice and find what makes your show your show. And then once your listeners come, you've already got it figured out. They don't have to see you kind of like waddling through and trying to figure out what the show is. Once they come, that you will, you'll already know what the show is. And it's why I'm now I'm like, I don't have a lot of listeners, but it's whatever. I'm cool with it because I'm still finding my voice. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's a good way to look at it as well, because I know it's easy to fall down the hole of, oh my gosh, well, I don't have enough listeners. This podcast is a failure. I better quit and move on to another one. So it's, you know, it's good to have more of a positive outlook on that. I also wanted to ask, are you doing anything as far as marketing for your podcasts to try to get more listeners? Or are you just kind of hoping that word of mouth takes them? Uh, It's a mixture of word of mouth and social media right now. That's really the only place we go into it. Mostly because I'm too broke to actually go into like buying anything or like asking anybody for help. I I can't afford it at that point. 
So I'm very much going through social media, through word of mouth, and then also by attending conventions and meeting bigger people and getting to do bigger things. And that's really what I think is going to blast, blast people off, knowing the right people. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's something I found as well through interviewing people is when you build those relationships with people, it'll, it, it'll pay off in the form of hopefully, you know, podcast listeners and things of that nature. Well, not only that, and I know this is, it's a podcast. Everybody wants numbers. Numbers are a big deal. You don't need numbers to accomplish your goals. And I've got to, other than you're obviously going to need numbers if you want to make money off of it. That's a given. But my big goals like last year and this year were like, do live shows, go and do really big things, go do amazing things. I didn't have the numbers, but even still, I did four live shows last year because people trusted me because they knew me to come in and put on a good show. And we did. Every show we did last year killed it. And they're bringing us back this year just because of the fact of like, we know you don't have the numbers, but you have the skill, you have the performance. It's, you have to have confidence in yourself outside of numbers. The numbers don't make the show, you make the show. And you can achieve a lot of your dreams without those numbers taking up into like the hundred thousands. Right, okay. So what would you say to listeners out there who are, who, you know, they, they may have something they're passionate about, like wrestling, right? Something like that but they're not sure if they should start a podcast, what would you say to them? Um, I would, I'd go back to the, the, the well of if you can talk about it for over five hours and if you can come up with 10 episode ideas, just try it. Sit down and it, even better if you have a co-host because I love doing stuff with co-hosts. Like me again is okay because essentially the audience becomes my co-host at that point. It's like I'm talking directly to them. But always, I like having a co-host a lot and for me, it's if you can find somebody that you can back and forth about this thing with for that long amount of time, then you've got it. You're set. Just sit down and record an episode and instantly delete it. It's going to be real bad, more than likely. All my first episodes are still out there and I'm ashamed of them, but it's, it's still part of it. But get in the reps because podcasting is 100% not something you're born with. It's not like, uh, it's not like having like a, 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 like a singer who was born able to sing or anything like that. You just got to get good at it. So as long as you just put in the reps and keep doing the show, you're going to get good at it. It's just a matter of if you can be the content, you're good. That's incredible. I like, I really love how, how you're doing what you, you're podcasting about something you enjoy. Because a lot of people, especially in the group of people that I usually talk to, entrepreneurs and business owners, it's easy to fall into the hole of, you know, to fall in the trap of you do something like podcast about something that you know could make you money, right? As opposed to something that you just purely enjoy. So it's always good to make sure you take a step back and, and make sure that you like what you're doing and what you're talking about. Plus, especially with business, if you do like it, it's going to show and then it'll be more successful than oh, if you're forcing it. If you don't have that passion, the audience is going to know. Let me put, as somebody who's watched pro wrestling his entire life, and I've had wrestlers, I've loved, been my favorite wrestlers in the entire world, and they left WWE because they hated it there. Like, in interviews would pinpoint the exact moment where things started to suck for them and they started to lose their passion. I remember watching those episodes of, like, Monday Night Raw and stuff and seeing, oh, I don't 
they didn't do that well this week. Why, why don't I like them anymore? Oh, no, why, don't, why do they kind of suck now? It's because, like they said in those interviews, they lost their passion. The audience 110% can tell if you're passionate about something or not. So make sure this is something you're passionate about before you get into pursuing it. Right. Well, thank you so much again, Scotty, for being willing to come on and talk about your passions and about um, how you've been able to create these podcasts and and help to, you know, just have fun with it. You know, which oh, is yeah. Like, so thank you for that. No problem. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success. Make sure to head over to ipodcastedit.com to check out the show notes and get each episode of the show delivered right to your inbox. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever audio service you use. If you want to continue the conversation or you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on a future episode of the show, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode as we continue down the path to podcast success.